On today's episode of GMGM Market Talk, a lot of conversation about the Utes Bridge, a lot of discussion about where volume is going to go across Polygon, Solana, and Ethereum, tons of speculation on next big projects, what's been cooking, what's been slow, what's moving, what people are excited for, and everything in between. If you want to tune into the episodes live Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter, and shout out the title sponsor of all the content, HelloMoon.io, giving us analytics, giving us data, helping us develop tools across the Solana ecosystem, all entirely for free. But let's dive into the episode. What is going on, Web3 Ecosystem? We are back again for another episode of GMGM Market Talk, breaking down what we're buying, what we're selling, where we're making money, where we're losing money, and everything in between. It seems like we've had an eventful day. We finally got the bridge, finally got the movement, finally got the carryover. Of everything that's going on with Utes to Polygon. And seems like we're just waiting now for D Gods to eat. And uh, I think uh, some people were hoping for a little bit more volume. We're looking at a uh, 1.8 ETH floor. It's done about the equivalent of 40 ETH in volume. Now up to 73 ETH. Okay. Okay. So it's moving at the moment. About 6K of the 15K Utes have bridged over. And we're still seeing uh, some volume on the Solana side, up about 11 soul now. So a lot of anticipation on this. All the posts from the media side of things are stating that Utopia was a lie. So I'm very curious to hear if anyone has gone through with the bridging process, what they've done, and uh, their thoughts on it. Seems like it's been relatively smooth, well-received, and uh, price action's not too shabby, if I do say so myself. But in addition to that, we also got the Legends of Mara. It looks like Board Ape Yacht Club is finally launching a Farmville simulator. So kudos to them. Legends of the Mara. Legends of Farmville by Board Ape Yacht Club. So we're excited about it. Seems like they will be launching another NFT that's claimable for all land holders, now increasing their total NFT supply to 697,000. So kudos to them. Uh, it seems like many speculate that this is going to be their low cost entry into yuga considering it could be a pfp uh i don't even it's some other kodamaras or some bullshit i don't know what they are seems like we're just getting a tamagotchi to play with on the other deeds so kudos to them well done the dev launched their nft pumped all the way up to 0.2 now selling hard as hell all the way down to 0.08 nakamigos has been holding 0.19 and i've seen some chatter on the timeline that it has early bayc vibes uh, and some people are sticking to their guns, which, all right, well, good us to them, I guess. But let's get right into the action. Shout out to the title sponsor of all the content, HelloMoon.io, giving us analytics, helping us navigate the market, helping us develop tools all entirely for free right on Solana, which you know how much we love. So as we take a quick peek sees into the market today, we're sitting about 98,000 sold volume, up a little bit from last night. We do have a hyped mint on Magic Eden's launchpad today over on the Polygon blockchain with Brozo minting in a couple hours here. A lot of people anxiously waiting for it. So we got that in about seven hours. Holy shit, that's a whole day. What the fuck? All right, well, each their own. As we take a look at the market itself right now, man, it's, uh, it's not too shabby. We got, like we said, the good old Utes sitting at 151. D God's still holding over that uh over that six hundred floor. Six sixty-three. Impressive, really. 
Famous Fox Federation all the way up to 69. Utes Tubes back to 170. Transdimensional Foxes over 20. Clannosaurs back above 75, sitting at 76.9. Oogie Pods up to 21. Dual Whales, another gamble in meta, up to 8. Soul, ABC at 56. SMBs bouncing slightly, 154. Sharkify back into the trending collections at 13.88. So it seems like some liquidity is still sticking around Solana Projects. And uh, a few of the heavy hitters that people are taking bets on to take the lead are gaining legs. But as we pivot over to the open seas, notable Pepe's leading the trending charts. Still under 0.01. The Devs, 0.08. Nakamigos, 0.19. Other Deeds. Why is it priced at an ape? 755 ape? What? 1.74 ETH floor. <clears throat> that bounced nicely. Post announcement, it pumped and then dumped and now back above where it was. Only 2% listed as well on the other deeds. So people seem to be excited. CryptoPunk V1s at 5. OnChain Monkeys back to 2 ETH. Valhalla at 0.7. Mutant API Club at 12.75. CryptoPunks at 64. Board Apes at 61.5. Captains back under 5 ETH at 4.98. Board Ape Kennel Club at 6.4. And uh, it's not a, not a bad day. We got MFers sub 1. Heavy metal all the way up to 2.17. So when I said that they were a buy at 1.8, and Buddy told me, looks like I was right. So uh, kudos to me. But let's get into the action. That was Let's get price. into the action. <laughs> so the how are we feeling yeah, today the with the Board API Club Farmville right Simulator too. that we know Bunny won't shut up about? Bunny, what's going on? No, honestly, I wanted to talk about knocking He goes, they've clearly cornered. <laughs> the most uh, delusional and mentally ill <laughs> within the Web3 space. No, they have. They clearly have. Because uh, people are saying it's Larva, it's you. now they're going to flip Yuga. I mean, dude. It's a regular fucking 20K pixel project. There's not a fucking... There's not even a roadmap, dude. They're going to do nothing with this. <laughs> I can't wait for this thing to speed run to zero, personally. I didn't buy any of them. So how quickly do you think it goes to zero? 60 days 60 days that's a long time well i didn't want to go too short and be wrong i have to deal with that, yeah but so. now if it's too far and it's shorter i'm not i'm gonna tell you that i bag held it for 60 days and i expect a refund great you don't you literally just lose so be better frisk how we living uh good we're doing good uh the Utes thing kind of feels like it was bound to happen and that no one was really expecting it to just kind of be like, oh, cool, bridge is done. That's it. We're good. Um, I will say, though, I was worried about, like, you know, people, like, like having NFTs get stuck in the wormhole or there being, like, issues with, um, like, trainer links or, or something going on. It, I, I haven't seen anything of that yet. It's probably too early to call still, but... Um, I'm impressed. I, it, it seems like the process was smooth and everything. So congratulations to everyone who was able to like move it and get over there. But I really don't think we're going to see the actual effects of the bridge until like a week or two from now, even a month from now, once we actually get the 33% um, like tax on Solana. And that's going to be the big change. Like people are still trading on Sol because they can, but that won't that that won't last very long. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm who's buying a Ute here on Polygon or if uh, like who has was waiting for it to happen but congratulations like it's it's i i guess it's it's nice to see um i am excited for brozo today i'm so pissed i don't have whitelist like i'm so pissed about it 
um, because like I think that they're actually like I actually look at this project and feel FOMO for a Polygon NFT, and I hate myself for it so much. But it's gonna pop off. I think that they could do a two x, maybe even a three x, right out the gate. Um, they've garnered a really good community, and I think that uh, like the their attention is really, really. What's the word I look for here? It feels really organic. Like the Polygon community really reminds me of like the early days of Solana, in the sense where like. It's just all the same projects kind of getting together in a space and they're kind of talking and like sharing like the same community and stuff like that. And so they're able to like grow reach through that. So it's really nice, really fun to see. And I think that Brozo's, even if it's just a community play, even if they do nothing else, it could do something really cool. Other than that, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to find more upcoming projects on Solana and, and ETH and, and, uh, and Polygon to see what's coming up soon in the near future. I don't know. When's, what's the, the, when's the Paperham Bridge Tax start? Monday. It's Monday? Okay. Yeah, it's seven days it after the bridge, which is technically yesterday. Oh, I just stepped on a block. What are you playing? Like, like oh, a Lego I just block? stepped on a, like a Lego, dude. Oh, I thought you, I thought you oh, were I finally would. playing like <laughs> Legends of Mara over here. I thought I thought you stepped on your potatoes and life was over. Are you going to be okay? Oh, yeah, I wanted to say. Dude, okay, by Monday, over under 10K bridge. Like, under. Under for sure. I don't Dude, even, th this like, is not even. Yeah, I set the line too high. Yeah, way too high. Yeah, what is it? What's what six point one k? I could see eight. I could see eight k. Maybe maybe seventy five hundred. I feel like most people um, are sprint to bridge like immediately. Like, yeah, yeah I, that, that's what kind of what I was getting at. I feel like it's gonna be a trickle like bridging over from here on out. This thing's deflationary, dude. No, no. The Solana no. one's deflationary. This one's inflationary. Yeah, well, those are worthless. The Solana ones are worth worthless come Monday. No. Literally no. worthless. I mean, no. Yeah. No. Yes. They're worth 33.3% less. Like, do you math? No IP rights, though. So it's got to be. Yeah, dude, because everyone's clamoring to slap a Utes on a, on a t shirt and sell it. IP rights is a big deal in this space. No, it's dude. not. It, it's. Who was it to put a tweet out the other day? I think easy. I think it was you actually. Who's like just because a, a collection doesn't have IP rights doesn't mean you can't bet on the IP itself. Yeah, that's a fact. Like I think IP projects have a place, but that's because you're like relying on a business to build out IP. Like, bro, you're not hammering the fact that an army of people are gonna start just broadcasting this, and most of them can't even market. So, like, what is the actual goal for it? Like, hearing how many people were pissed that Moonbirds went CCO at the end of the day. Who gives a shit? You weren't doing anything with the bird anyway. Bunny, what are you doing with your ape? No, so Bunny has. He's on a, a bottle of hand sanitizer, toilet paper rolls, and I think a couple socks. Oh, he's got the full COVID package. <laughs> <laughs> Bunny toilet paper would sell. That. Bunny, we might have to talk. No, wouldn't. Yeah. No, nobody would. I, I think that oh, dude, I would have drawers full of the shit. Literally. Winners, what's going on? We got a lot. Let's hit these hands. <laughs> there's so many hands. So many Winners, hands. what's going on? Well, you, Bunny already asked my question about the uh, the tax, but I also I heard Farmville, and I felt like I should request up and you know represent. Um, you were definitely a heavy Farmville player. Definitely. I've what's going on in the background over there, Winners? It's I'm up on a scissor lift. There's. There's a lot of hoopla and uh, it's hot. Easy, I don't know how you live here. This is ridiculous. 
It ain't too bad. You get used to it. I'm wearing a hoodie. It's nice. It's like 78 degrees this morning. That's ridiculous. No, it's like a million and five and I'll die. I'm a mountain flower. I will in the heat. Okay. Well, go back to painting the wall. Michael, what's going on? Well, I mean, I'm up here a little bit just to gloat about, uh, I feel like CODAs are turning out exactly how I thought they would. Like, I think it's a cool game concept, but if you're somebody who bought a CODA when they were 16.5 Ethereum and a floor thing was like 3 Ethereum, and you're saying, did I just pay $26,000 of a premium to get a slightly better pet that will collect my resources? Like, this is a reality that just happened so many times which is like non-gamers just being like, oh, I got a special thing on my NFT. Somebody's going to pay me a lot for that later. And when it gets to actual game time, it's like a slight improvement. So I think that's a sobering thought, but I think what they're doing is cool. It's just like, is it cool for the money that it costs? You know, like is, I mean, Easy's not comfortable spending five bucks to refill his seeds on Sunflower Land. So whether or not he's going to get, I haven't played whether or not he's nobody cares about I haven't played, whether or not he's going to get 26K worth of value. I haven't played Sunflower Land since I ran out of seeds. I refuse to restack my seeds. Yeah, apparently it was less than that too. It was like 20 Dude, cents like for a refill. You get five I just refuse. I refuse. <laughs> Give me one. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I just think that's the that's the problem we're running into, right? Is that the reality of the cost of these NFTs versus actual gameplay when it shows up what people will pay. And I think that's that's why I'm kind of scared to get into these things. Is these codas a have a huge advantage in the game, by the way. Man, I don't know what you're talking but, about. Dude, okay, but what Mara's, game would you pay only $12,000? can only do one of the three actions. Codas can do all dude. three. Literally so if I said, three. hey, man, I got a new game, and if you pay me $12,000, I'll let your character be slightly You get three more actions in the game. Actions. You can farm, you can catch some chickens, yeah. and then you can hatch some eggs. Sick. Oh, and by the way, we just ripped Farmville. Don't worry about it. It's going to slap. Do you also do, dude, I love that you guys fud. You guys are going to sound so fucking stupid in a week. It's going to be great. I'm excited for it, man. Like, I think I think the game's going to do great. They've generated $40 million of uh, inherited value out of thin air. So kudos to, kudos to them. They also got, like, a bunch of money when they, uh, you know, decided to just print. But Yuga's actually delivered. You only talk about, like, for some reason, when Yuga makes money, it's viewed as a negative. If another NFT project makes money, it's viewed as a, a positive. I mean, you make no sense. Flip-flopping back and forth. Very wishy-washy here. Who? Don't who? like it. You. What? You. Yuga? No, dude. Alpha you. saying, what's going on? Dude, um... I think I realized with this uh, bridge, uh, so MFers are not mathematicians, and they're definitely not cross maticians of crossing bridge, because uh, they do not know what ETH uh, Matic mainnet versus uh, Polygon mainnet. Like, I, I literally, I was sitting in his face, and like it was like walking toddlers down the street. Like, walk down this way, and you're gonna get. So, like, just long story short, people are gonna lose money bridging. Eve mainnet poly to poly's layer two. It's like hilarious. And then if you look at in the post comment, I found the dev uh, at the gym. Like he literally smoked like five cigs, like took a fucking was doing dumbbell reps. 
and the guy looked exactly like the dev, and I think that's just gonna pump. That's just uh, alpha. It's not gonna uh, pump because it's, it's run, not gonna pump. It's gonna it's, pump. It's fucking run by Saudi money. Saudi fucking money, dude. Just like remember, remember this. It's bro, gonna the Hasbulla NFT is worth zero point zero zero one. It's gonna do the exact same price action. I let it be. I think it's gonna pump. Let it go to point oh six, and I'm gonna fucking buy. <laughs> That, that's all I, I got. Yeah, easy. we just needed that's a moment of silence for the god awful take. And for the money he's going to fucking burn. Like, dude, I'll give you a charity if you want to donate 0.06. Jesus Christ. The deep, what's going on? Hey, easy. How's it going, dude? Speaking of burning money, I ended up placing a bid overnight on those devs. Guess at what price, easy. Just make a wild guess. 0. 0.12. 0.13, dude. 0.13. Oh, Buddy, I was closer I, than you. You suck. Dude, I woke up like down 50% already. I don't know how I do this, but hey, at least I got one blur point. So, GG, I'm up to four points now. I'm a better blur farmer than your favorite board ape. Um, but no, I was sort of thinking about, uh, you know, a lot of these speculations about who's going to take over Solana now. I heard Famous Walks. I heard Blocksmith Labs. The only uh, sort of... Uh, Criticism I have, I guess, about these projects is that obviously they are phenomenal builders when it comes to building tools for the ecosystem, right? But the question remains, like, if they really want to become the number one project on on, on the chain, like, they have to exceed their audience, right? They have to sort of do something that brings in appeal for the masses, you know, like, you also want to attract buyers from the other side, and that's where I believe... Cleaners have done a tremendous job because I think overall they've managed to create a brand for themselves which is more likable and has a, a mass appeal across all blockchains, right? You just look at those dinosaurs, you look at the social media and you feel like, hey, uh, I don't care what chain they are on. I just want to buy one of those, you know what I mean? Whether it's for my kids, whether it's for myself. So I believe... I, I do believe that Klanos would be one of the biggest sort of uh, projects to, to get an advantage out of this move for D-Gods and Youths. Uh, if other projects do want to, you know, want to take up that mark, they really need to do something in terms of marketing where they attract more and more people outside of Solana. Like you are not just selling tools, you also need to sort of create a culture where people want to be a part of. And I don't mean to take away anything from what those projects have built. It's just about selling what you have built, uh, you know, like creating that culture, creating that feeling where people would want to be a part of. So I wanted to say uh, those things. And dude, Bunny is just mad about the Nakamigos because he didn't buy in and did not make point two, dude. If he had made point two profits on those Nakamigos, he'd literally be calling them the next uh, Yuga. Um, but he's just coping out here, dude. I agree. I, I think I, he's coping. I never said that. I, that wasn't why I didn't like them. No, it was. I've that always was, been. That was verbatim. Said it's because I don't have them. Shut up, dude. What are you hungry this morning? Did you get your breakfast? Not How'd yet. You tell someone's a little. Someone's a little cranky. Someone's a little cranky this morning. He called you a mini, dude. Mini, I know, dude. It's he, too early like, for this. Dude, like, even eight-year-olds don't use that word. Like, what? what is a meanie, dude? Dude, well, the buddy's being a meanie right now. Deuce, what's going on? Yo, sorry. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Damn. 
been it's been a while since I've been here. Easy legend. Yo, I just want to touch on this uh, polygon shit and Utes, right? Because I have obviously a holder. And dude, to be honest, the more and more I'm looking at it, like to get fifteen thousand people to be incentivized through any type of Starbucks dicks, it just doesn't. I understand the selling marketing there to push it, but to be honest, like it's to me, it just it's hard for me to like hold on to my Utes. Like I, I'm probably gonna sell a few on this pump here because they're above 154 now. Like the value prop, right? If they get to the 160s, 170s on sold, you think you're gonna get more once you flip to ETH? You have to wait. People are, are paying maybe ETH. They they want to pay Matt. They don't understand the process. It's gonna take a while. There's a learning curve, right? So value proposition wise, you take your profits now and you wait. And then if you want to add back in, you add back in. But I'm kind of of that nature now. My my proposition here is like man. I think I take my profits and I just wait to see what happens because, I mean, the, the bridging process was awesome. Like I bridged one you, I was like, all right, cool, I'll do it for the culture. But the rest of mine, I'm like, man, my value prop is probably grabbing this soul. The soul's pumping, prices on soul's pumping. I'm going to take this now, hang on. And if anything, I'll add back in if, if these partnerships are really coming to fruition, if it's really seamless. I mean, for now, people can't even track their you because it's, it's, it's non-custodial, right? I mean, it's custodial, so it's out of their wallet. They're freaking out. So I don't know. There's a lot to be said with this, and it's big for the culture. It's big for interoperability and pushing the 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 crypto atmosphere forward. But dude, I don't know, man. I think the value prop might be taking your profits and hanging out for a while. If you listen to the 9 a.m. show, the Nifty Morning Show, I had outlined the, my exact strategy. I had said, get a U. If you're holding a U, you sell as soon as the announcement comes out, which was. All-time high for you. It's like 175, 180. Signal took the exact trade. It worked out perfectly. She also bought the U on the day of FTX for $500. So absolutely immaculate trade on that. Like that was textbook. And uh, now I completely agree. Like, yeah, you may lose some potential upside if it does run here. But at the same time, like you can get back in with much lower risk. And that's like the bigger thing. Like we don't know what these little two apostrophe two things are that's going on. They're saying Utopia is dead, which kind of scares me. Uh, so I guess we're going to have to see where that goes from here. And I'll be curious to see how many actually bridge over by the paper and bitch tax. You know, that's my like biggest thing is trying to see what's going on. Yeah, with like that. what? And, and you think that's really like, to be honest, like what? Like, why would they do that? It just it doesn't make sense to me. Right. Because there's going to be a lot of people that don't have the time. They're on vacation. They're working. Blah, blah, blah. Like they should be have the ability to keep their NFT on soul if they want to. Guess what? Make charge them dust or something to go over if it's after a period. Slapping 33% and going, you know what? Your NFT is worth 33% less than it'll ever be ever again. It's just like, I don't know, man. It takes away from the ethos of like why we're here. And I think there's better ways to do it. I understand why you do these things because it's very big marketing presence. It's it's you know, hits you in your gut. Everyone's like, oh my God. But at the end of the day, we're all people and we all want to thrive and push positivity and good energy. I just don't think that's the, that's the one, man. Yeah, it's, uh, I think that it's going to be a big challenge in general. Brand new ecosystem, brand new currency, brand new everything, basically. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see how they kind of drive interest in action over the next 30 days uh, once the market fees actually come back on and everything else. Like That's going to be the hardest thing is taking sustainability and what's happening with it all. And continuing to incentivize people to kind of drive this volume. Like, I think the next seven days are basically just going to trade regardless. You know, that's the big thing. So I'm really eager to see what's happening. It's, uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all kind of plays out. Manny, what's going on? Dude, not a lot, man. Just looking at these clay makers and clay, I really think they're super undervalued. One of the gold ones we went last night at like, 222. 
Dude, low-key, that's kind of a steal because they'll be able to rent them out on the website for them to forge armor on like a 24-hour cooldown. So it's one of those things that it'll just kind of generate passive income. When you think of it like World of Warcraft, it's like if you are an alchemist, you transmute an item that gave you like 800 gold every day. So it was one of those things that I think this is exactly the same thing that's going to happen here. I think clay's undervalued. Listings are down on these clay makers by like 300 and the price really hasn't shifted. So I think we could see a pretty violent swing on these clay and clay makers. And uh, yeah, I, I was expecting more volume on the east on the east side on the Utes. But um, I don't know. I think the day's young and we'll see a pretty violent swing today. Yeah, it's uh, it's early. Once people start to wake up and start bridging and seeing liquidity, I think there's going to be some opportunities and trades, etc. I think we will see some of that volume kind of trickle down. You know, it's uh, it's going to be very, very interesting over time. I think even now, it, it's like kind of confusing for me there because I did see Running Man's post about it. Like it's denominated in ETH, which helps ETH traders, but now it's still the fact you need Matic gas, which is covered for now for the transaction. You have to bridge ETH to ETH on Matic. It's just, there's a lot of components to it. And I'm curious if they keep this or end up reverting it to just Matic and letting it trade in the Polygon natural currency. You know, there's no shot. You got to leave it denominated in ETH. You think so? Do you think that helps the price action? Yeah, I really, I, I really do. I think ETH traders are lazy and I think it becomes a less attractive buy for them if it's in Matic, like just legitimately. I do see that take. Right, but isn't this. Isn't this one meant for like not for traders? Like Utes is always branded as this like mass appeal thing that's meant to be like accessible, more accessible to the public, more attractive to like a wider audience than what D Gods is. And so I think less people just know what Maddox's worth. Yeah, I mean when you see thirty five hundred Maddox, you're like, holy shit! And then you're like, damn, that's thirty five hundred dollars. Okay, well why don't we just slap USDC on it? The other thing too is like the Trump cards are denominated in ETH, and like I think that has positively helped their price action. Like it's not like I'm dumping 1900 Matic on a digital trading card of a former president. Jesus Christ, what is wrong with us, Morshi? What's going on? Yo, it's going on easy. Um, back on the East Coast for the first time since uh, NFT NYC in June. So excited to be at the GM GM Market Talk when it's actually GM for me. So 8:30 um, a.m. for the first time, rather than joining in the afternoon. Uh, excited to wake up with you all and get the the market news. I got a question for you, like, in terms of, um, like, D-Gods and Utes joining Solana, like, what, that vacuum that will need to be filled in, in terms of market cap and attention on Solana, what are you looking at? What is the, the best bet that happening right now? Hands down. Like, it's a no-brainer. You're already seeing ETH money flow into it. Like, that's the biggest thing. That's, like, where I see just people excited Famous Fox is getting a lot of Solana interest, which is great. There's a bunch of things, honestly, that I think are going to continue to trend up with this kind of shift in volume. So, like, for me, yeah, it sucks losing some of that liquidity. But there's a lot of people who hold Hutes that don't want to go to Polygon. There's a lot of people that hold D-Gods that don't want to go to ETH. So, like, for me, you're going to see a lot of that liquidity stay in the ecosystem. And we're already seeing it. Like, Famous Fox is up 15 soul. So th that's, that's really interesting. People who don't leave is going to be interesting with the like um, 33% tax if that stays. They'll just sell it. They'll bridge over but to sell. Like you're already seeing like even Utes on Seoul is still doing 35,000 Solana volume. So like right now people are still exiting that because I think they'd prefer to just stay on Seoul. And like there's been comments on the timeline of people saying that. And like 
it's it really comes down to like do you would do you prefer to just back Utes in that belief or do you genuinely want to just keep that liquidity on salt and like there's no right answer it's a t- that's literally a complete preference choice when it comes to a trader's perspective so here here's like my my thing is uh your understanding of of the overall market um i i respect i respect uh, greatly so in in the belief system of of nfts right the belief system in anything that's what it all stems on if you're a long term and you're not just looking for a um, quick flip. There's a different belief that has to exist with something like D gods. I believe that it's the belief is based on the founder. Where if Frank, you know, God forbid, were to drop dead, what would the? How many people would still believe in D gods long term? Uh, right, like is versus something like Yuga versus something like a currency like the U.S. dollar, which isn't you know based on one person, versus something like Bitcoin, which isn't based on one person. Like there's a difference in belief systems, whether it's at a um, the fundamentals of the project that exists beyond the founder, whether it's something uh, like like the team, or right now where it's based on a chain versus a project, like how that works. So w- right now, like why wouldn't this be a good time also to um, or would it be a good time to drop a project on Solana versus Polygon for, for both of them, whether it's off the chain, off the person, or the ethos of the project itself? I mean, it's, once again, like, you kind of bring up an interesting topic in conversation because if you even kind of recall, like, early BAYC days, there was, like, a heavy belief in Garga and Gordon, which has since shifted because they've just continued to deliver. And I think eventually that's going to happen with D-Gods. It's a benefit now because you have this hyper-focused individual who's in the forefront that's giving their perspective on a lot of things and actively part of the community and ecosystem. And that's where a lot of this price action, in my opinion, has been dictated. But that's not to say that it's not going to like stop. Like At the same time, you look at even major corporations like the Tim Cooks of the world. You look at Elon Musk with Tesla and Starlink. And like even Fortune 500s and massive brands have like a, a front-facing person, which kind of gives belief. And like I'm not saying... like. Frank is goddamn Elon Musk, you know what I mean? But I'm saying like it's just that like psychological factor that plays into it. But then at the same time, there's other projects that absolutely crush without that front face. And like I know I'm fanboying fanboying hard over these goddamn Klanos, but they're cute as shit. And like you don't sit there and think like, oh, this is the person from Klanos that like I'm backing it. You back them because you like the project and what they've delivered on. And that's where I think D-Gods and Utes will get to, especially because if you've listened to conversations, they've emphasized the fact that they're going to hire out teams and continue to scale this in a manner where it's like they're not having to have a direct hand day in, day in and day out, which kind of lets them continue that marketing push from that perspective while delivering outside of it. So I think that it is part psychological where people want to back a person, but then at the same time, all it takes is one home run deliverable that's entirely credited to D Labs, and that entire narrative becomes we're backing the business, not the person. And like that's a potential shift that I think very, very much so will happen. It's, it's just a, it's a, it's a shift. So I think it's going to get there. But there's what's going on. Oh, sorry, so with more that, yeah, but easy. With with that being said, uh, why not Bodogos like release now and and try to fill up that because we got a uh, a mint date in mind that we haven't aired out yet. So just, you know, sitting pretty. Don't worry. It's coming sooner than later. And uh, honestly, man, like I'm not in a rush to, quote, get the vacuum. Like, in my opinion, the project is, I hope, going to continue to crush regardless of what power cycle and vacuum exists. And uh, yeah, 
And I'll, I'll add on from personal experience. Now is not a good time to launch a project. <laughs> like, I don't think there's money. I don't think there's money waiting around to be spent. I think there's currently money in the system that might float to an existing project, but there is not enough liquidity in this ecosystem. But Micah, I have a counter like argument. Rushing to get I got in. a counter argument for you on that. The ETH side of things is relatively slow, but Solano last week almost 2x the number of trading wallets and sold out, what was it, 8,000, 10,000, 18,000, plus another seven, like 25,000 NFTs. Instantly sold out between two and a half and 10 sold. So an average of about five and a half sold. Yeah, I just that's not a good enough reason to change when oh, you're yeah, gonna no. launch to like try to get in. Yeah, I guess that's my point. Is like I'm not I'm not dissuading people that are already on the roadmap. Like I'm excited for Brozos today, but it's just a matter of like we are not in the cycle where you want to rush to do something to pick no, up the extra we have, liquidity. We got it's we got marketing there. plans that are gonna roll out regardless. Like for us, it's like we have this set date. We just haven't aired it out yet, and uh, plans that we're gonna stick to. Like there's no reason for us to sprint to release this. We've been working on it since April of last year. So at this point, it's like stick to course and let it play out rather than try to capitalize on like an influx of volume. But I want to hit the rest of these hands here because we only got a few more minutes left. Fizz, what's going on? Then we're going to go to Cairo, then Alpha Saiyan, then Rapid Deuce. Hey, oh my God, so many interesting conversations. Uh, what Moshi just said about Frank being the value there is I thought the same damn thing. You know, typically like a key man insurance will sort of insure an operational issue if someone dies. But with Frank, it's like, it's a value issue. Like what's the value of that insurance policy? But then when you talked about them morphing away from that, I'm, I'm, I kind of believe both of you, you're both kind of correct in that. But real quick, I want to go back to something first said at the beginning about Polygon. I've been digging in over there and what he said about the projects just working together over there. It's definitely a different feel. Great example. There's really two gambling projects and one of them did a collab with the other one. And at first, my reaction was to call and say, no, you know, don't do that. But they do it. It's a really interesting situation over there. Um, as far as the Utes thing, that never been interested. I did buy one at Pico Top the other day just to see the process. It is pretty funny in the, in the Discord. There's like, it's totally polarizing. Either it's two minutes, it was easy, no problem. Or, oh my God, my Utes is gone. It's been two hours. It just goes back and forth. So anyway, but as far as the value of the youths over there, short term, you know, it's all about them bridging on Friday. Either those guys come in and buy some of these for the cheap or they don't. Is that too simple? I mean, it's there's a lot of factors that are going to play into it. As soon as it bridges over, it's going to hit blur. As soon as it kind of gets to ETH, it just becomes easier for whales to kind of participate, which is like the biggest thing, you know, like people there's people on ETH that don't want to use Solana, hard stop. And just like there's people on Sol that don't want to use ETH. So like you're going to have a different audience. Mm. And obviously the, the market cap is significantly larger. The wallet size significantly larger. So that's an interesting. Well, yeah, I'd say, what you know, what's the segment of ETH sort of maxis who are super interested in the gods but can't afford it? That's all I want to know. That's, that's, I think, what's going to drive any short-term demand. Yeah, it'll also be interesting anyway. to see people who hold multiple that want to at least scale some of it out. Um, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of things that I think it'll be a lot of fun to kind of track the market and see how it moves once it's over there. Uh, oh, the final funny. Oh, one more final thing. You were talking about Matic. Like the, the greatest thing about Matic, it's a fucking dollar. So to convert it is the easiest thing in the world. 100 Matic is $100. I love Matic just for that. Anyway, thanks a lot, man. What is going on, Cairo? 
Good morning, guys. I hope everyone's having a good e uh, morning, afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Um, I just got a question for you guys because I know a lot of you are interested in like Web3 gaming and stuff. And there's obviously a lot of different types of Web3 games and percentage take backs off, you know, like transaction fees and stuff. So I'm, I'm interested in what you guys think is actually like a fair percentage for taking like for a full UE5 skill based wager game, you know, like for like a percentage per game, for example. So you've got like coin flips that take like three to four percent. You've got like Immortals and Dual Casino that do those wheels and they take like five to seven percent. So like what do you guys think is an actual fair percentage? You know, like for a full actual in-game skill like, that's based. That's the thing wager. for me is like I look like over five is tough. Five just feels like and there's I have zero information why I say five. It's just the first number that came to mind. Like I'm just like, yeah, five percent feels Feels good. Feels good. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's an interesting one because I'm seeing. I'm obviously looking at the the market right now, and I'm looking what other projects are essentially providing for what they do for what they actually take. Um, and five percent seems to be like a a point in in Solana specifically where it is just very minute, like actual, you know, interactive. Like it, it, there's nothing there. There's no substance to it. Versus obviously what we're going to see come out this year. And I'm seeing other projects looking at like 15% per game and stuff. And I'm personally thinking that's way too high. But I'm also looking, you know, to like get information in regards to what people think is an actual fair amount. So I, I respect the fact that you say 5% as well. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's just the most basic level concept that I can provide with zero information as to why. Just sounds right in my head. Alpha Sam, what's going on? Yeah, I'll be a little bit more serious. Like the domination, like nomination of of weave it should stay because like no one wants them like play around with matic uh like 100 percent like no one's probably <laughs> uh but like i think this is a great opportunity for solana this gives like a shine on solana on how great the blockchain is to trade nfts like like solana is like literally a utopia for nfts it's like the easiest place like i'm gonna just say it everyone knows it but it's like the best fucking place to fucking trade nfts like volume and money just has to circulate to solana because it's literally the best fucking chain to do this like and everyone knows it and everyone just has to hear it because there's no other fucking chain that could do what solana does uh, that's it that's well, all well, i got the, the, then why am i going down Listen, the best thread that I saw was actually yesterday where someone said, Soul is probably going to bleed until ETH starts pumping again. And I was like, why the fuck does this even make sense? And then I started diving into the thread and they basically outlined exactly what happened in November and December of 2021, where ETH was pumping gas ramped to like three to 400 a transaction. And I was like, damn, like this is not sustainable. And that's where we actually saw the massive influx into Seoul was because the, the fee stayed consistent and like the scalability was able to maintain 20,000 active users in a, the single day period, which is huge. And I think that we're, we're going to end up seeing a similar cycle. Like right now, crypto pumps, you need NFTs to sell for stupid amounts of money that literally seem ridiculous to get people interested in NFTs again. It's what happened during that time period was you had multiple five figures, six figures, million dollar sales. And people were like, holy shit, what's this NFT thing? And unless you get stuff like that, it becomes difficult for new people to look at something immediately and just be like, holy shit, I want to get involved. This is life-changing money, you know? And that I think will happen again. I'm not too sure where. Like all it takes is a crazy moment in a game for an asset to sell for hundred grand that someone got in a wild way that goes viral. And people are going to try it out, check it out. All it takes is an ape picture to sell for a million dollars. And people are like, why the hell did that just happen? You know, and that's kind of like the interest cycle. I completely agree. Like Solana's user experience is significantly better. The fixed fees are there. 
we need to shift the narrative on the fact that it crashes every fucking day. Because we all know that if you use soul, it's not true. Like, plain and simple. It's just not. Like, you look at... AVAX just crashed this weekend. Twice. What? AVAX crashed twice. AVAX and I like AVAX. I have AVAX nodes. Like, I had to go and update them. That was a ton of fucking fun. Great. Delightful. You also look at Polygon Z, Z, ZK, EVM, whatever the fuck it is. And that had issues where it couldn't verify contracts after the push. So, like, you look at these situations, and because they're EVM chains, nobody talks about them. Because Soul actually has users in a very active population on social media, it gets talked about a lot more. Like, that's the sad reality. And I even saw the uh, founder of Bankless talking about it. He's like, I was funding all these chains. And he's like, I got to give credit to Solana. They, they showed up. He's like, I did not get a single tag from an AVAX user. And, like, I genuinely use AVAX. Like, I use that blockchain frequently. And... Yeah, most of their communities in Discords and Telegrams, they're not active on Twitter, which is like a totally different realm than what we're used to. And that's part of this whole battle. But like, bro, I always circle back. Look at Steppen. Steppen was the easiest onboarding experience ever for users. There did not even need to be a managed wallet. It was all custodial. Grandma Gertrude could get her steps in Monday to Sunday and make a couple bucks. You know, it was awesome. Like that was a big win. I don't think that would be possible with an EVM chain because if get, Grandma Gertrude went out at noon and there was a gas war and she goes to claim her steps and all of a sudden she owes the bank 150 bucks, she's like, what the hell did I just do? You know? So that's kind of like where there's a huge discrepancy for like general consumers. But Deuce, what's going on? Yeah, that was a beautiful metaphor. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I mean, couldn't have gotten any better than that. Um, dude, just from, I want to touch on trading on Solana, right? Like an intraday, intraweekly output, right? Like what I'm looking at right now is like, People are like, oh, where's retail volume? I don't care where retail volume is going to go. I care where the market making volume is going to go, right? There is a group or a few wallets that market makes the best, the top three to four projects on Solana, either for curing fees in different ways through market making and or getting paid under the table by said project to market make and keep a volume and a hype floor going, right? So what I'm looking for, DGods and Utes, obviously were two of them. I mean, let's be honest with it, right? You could see that you could see that volume. That's not from unique wallets. Like that's new wallets getting funded from exchanges, not having any other transactions, but trading in and out, right? Or creating swap pools. So my thing is like, all right, Utes, DGods, they're gone completely. Those market makers aren't going to leave. They have tons of soul. They're going to want to start curing. So where is that going to shift? Where are we seeing that go, right? Who are the sleepers? We know the big ones. Who are the sleepers? Like, that's the way you can still make money. You have to be, if you're a minnow, you got to jump on a whale's back and fucking swim with them, right? You got to be plankton, right? Because you, you can't fight with them. You can't kind of guess their movement. You kind of have to have your hand on them and you're feeling their, their, their motion. So, like, that would be my advice for Solana traders. Kind of get yourself ready. Do some sleuthing if possible and find out where this money is going to be going. Love y'all. No, I th bro, I think that that was spot on. I appreciate the insight. That's going to do it for today's episode. We're going to be back again at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Thanks for the dope show. A lot of great conversation. We did not even get to talk about Yuga's Farmville, so I guess we're going to have to later today. I'm sure there's going to be other insight throughout the day that I'm excited to dive into. Have a beautiful day. Go make some cash, and we'll catch you this afternoon.